You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thank you for joining our program here this morning on a beautiful morning here in Chicago. It is August 17th already, uh, halfway over halfway through August, and uh, proceeding through the summer on a beautiful day here. And uh, I think we'll have some interesting topics and some conversations here on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. And let me just uh, do what we customarily do, which is run through the lineup here this morning in terms of the topics we'll be talking about. We have four very interesting guests with us, and uh, I think you'll enjoy the program. A variety of topics here as we uh, get going. So the first guest, uh, we will have uh, a new uh, employee with the uh, Diocese of Joliet. He is going to be heading their schools, the Catholic schools out there. Uh, Dr. Michael Boyle will be with us here in a minute to talk about his new role and responsibilities out there in the Joliet Diocese. And then um, we stumbled across a kind of a real hot topic here. I never thought uh, what's happened over the weekend would kind of uh, propel uh, this much interest um, about mail-in ballots. But we're going to be talking with uh, Matt Dietrich. He is a spokesperson for the uh, Illinois State Department of Elections, uh, State Board of Elections. And we're going to be talking to Matt at about 8.20 and talk about a little bit about the law that was recently passed in Springfield and the effect it has on mail-in ballots and counting ballots and what you need to know, because uh, there's a lot going on, actually, through the national press, especially over this weekend with um, uh, attention on the post office, et cetera. Um, we're going to switch gears at the bottom uh, halfway through the show. We'll talk with Tony Kube. Tony's been on before. He's with the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. Uh, he's with their Justice for Immigrants campaign. And there's been more change to the DACA program. Um, we'll explain a little bit about that. DACA is that program that helps uh, children of uh, undocumented persons here navigate the laws of this country. So uh, Tony's going to talk to us about some of the changes to DACA again. And then finally, uh, we'll finish up with uh, an interesting guest. Uh, his name is Alex Jones. Uh, not the Alex Jones, but another Alex Jones. Uh, he's the co-founder of uh, a very interesting company that's put out an app, uh, something on your phone, your iPhone. And it talks about uh, how to uh, meditate and pray. It's called Hallow Catholic Medi Meditation and Prayer App, and he's going to talk to us about uh, what led him to that. Apparently, it's the number one app on Apple or something like that, an app on Apple. So anyway, Alex can explain to that to us when we get to that uh, at the conclusion of the show. So uh, with that said, uh, that's our lineup, and I hope you find it as interesting as, as we do here. Um, but without further ado, let's do this. Let's jump into our first guest. Uh, his name is Dr. Michael Boyle. He is the new superintendent of Catholic schools in the Diocese of Joliet, and we'll talk to him about his new role. Uh, Dr. Boyle, are you with us? Uh, good morning. Good morning. It's uh, good to talk to you. We have not met in person yet, although... I understand you've been corralled into some meetings already uh, related to the Catholic <laughs> Conference, so that didn't take us long to get you involved, right? 
Right. So uh, welcome aboard. And uh, I know that uh, you have not been out there very long, but you're no stranger to the Joliet Diocese. You kind of grew up out there. Uh, and I think you're from Wheaton as, as it is, correct? Correct. Yeah. My wife and I have been uh, members of the Diocese of Joliet for, gosh, um, over 30 years now. Wow. I must have just missed you. I left there about 30 years ago. Uh, actually, my parents, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to go to St. Michael's in Wheaton, and uh, my parents still are out there, and I have many friends out there, so I'm sure I'll run into you uh, out in Wheaton, of all places. So uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the, the new job, the, the, the Diocese of Joliet, and, and, and let's let's start with this. What were, Where were you most recently? I think that's interesting for, for our listeners. Sure. So I just started in the Diocese of Joliet on July 6th. So uh, coming there from uh, being the director of the Andrew M. Greeley Center for Catholic Education, which is housed at Loyola University. While I was there, I was there probably for the, um, nearly the last 15 years, um, both as assistant director and, then, and director. And uh, our real focus was really on supporting and building the capacity of, of Catholic schools in and around the Chicagoland area of the country. And we had a couple of international projects that we worked on. Um, so what, you know, in general, what kind of led you to the whole career of like education and more specifically Catholic education? It's kind of unique. Well, it's funny. I never intended to be a Catholic educator. <laughs> I yeah. actually, I started, um, I didn't this, intend to be doing this either. So we got that in common. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's been sort of the, the story of my career, I guess. Um, yeah, me too. I actually started off as a school psychologist and I worked in the public schools, oh. uh, working in a variety of different school districts, um, ultimately becoming a, um, a, a director of special education for a public school district. And, um, and quite honestly, it was, it was um, just like one of those moments. Um, the school sisters in Notre Dame who had yeah. um, uh, served the St. Michael's School for, um, gosh, about sure. 40 years right. were being called back to Ohio, and um, they needed a, 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 a new principal. And, um, and after a lot of prayer and meditation, I yeah. um, ended up throwing my hand in the ring and, and ultimately jumped from public education to Catholic schools and became the principal there, and then ultimately... Um, left St. Mike's to become the assistant director um, at, at uh, the Center for Catholic Education, which is now the Greeley Center for Catholic Education at Loyola. So now you kind of go back, and now you're ahead of the whole thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out what you do those principles, because you never know. They could be running the whole show someday. Um, so tell us, it seems, I was reading a little bit about your background uh, and your bio, it, it, but you, you have a special interest, I think, in special education. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So I, I, being a school psychologist, I've worked yeah. in special education really, gosh, for, you know, uh, really since the start of my career, um, working with a variety of different um, students with um, a, a number of different disabilities, everything from early childhood all the mm -hmm. way up to high school. Um, and I think when, one of the concerns I always saw is that, especially with some of the changes in, in uh, special education law, it sort of started to close the door um, for students with disabilities um, in, in private school settings. And so one of the things that um, when I became the, the principal at St. Mike's, one of the things I did is, is try to work on developing and creating programs for students with disabilities. Um, I was able to hire a resource teacher there, uh, really worked on serving and, and finding access for, for students with disabilities. Um, I was able to take that in when I uh, started at Loyola and really was able to advocate for um, persons with disabilities on, on a much larger level. And a lot of my professional writing has, has been um, around that particular issue. I think we get criticized. Um, I know 
in general, we being the Catholic schools, um, that we don't do a real good job of meeting the needs of kids with special ed. Do you think that's the case? Well, I think it's hard. I think that the, the cards are stacked against Catholic schools as well as other private schools. Um, you know, part of it has to do with the, the funding. I yeah. mean, when you when you program for, for persons with disabilities, it's it's expensive. And, of course, you know, one of the major challenges for Catholic schools is money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there's ways to be able to advocate. Um, and we've certainly seen that across the United States. There's been a couple of states that have, have really very favorable rules that support um, – funding programs and services for students with disabilities within Catholic schools. That's exciting. Um, I, I know uh, that comes up from time to time, and, and I, I, I even know, you know, personally that I know some people have had children in our schools and with very special needs, and they just weren't able to continue for, for a number of reasons. And it, it is kind of sad, but um, I agree with you. I think it's, a, it's largely a funding issue. It's not a lack of wanting to issue. Um, do you find that, uh, I, I'm not sure the proper terminology, so I might not be using it right, but mainstreaming kids with special needs and with other kids is, is, is the right way to go? Yeah, I think that as, as, as much as we can really um, integrate persons with disabilities within with students with, with non-disabilities, I think, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's better for both sides. Um, you know, uh, you know, depending on the, the particular disability, yeah. um, uh, they, they can really, um, uh, students can really pick up a lot from their peers. But the, the other piece, and which is so consistent with being in a Catholic school, is non-disabled peers can pick up so much from yeah, um, I, their I peers with, with disabilities. I think you're right. I think that is a real intangible or tangible benefit sometimes. Um, we're talking with uh, Dr. Michael Boyle. He is the new superintendent of Catholic schools for the Diocese of Joliet. If you could hold on, Dr. Boyle, we'll just take a quick PSA break here. We have to run some uh, promos, and then we'll come back and continue our conversation. Certainly. Um, don't go away. We're right back. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about ongoing efforts to safely reopen churches and schools. We'll take you to a drive-in mass, one of the more creative ways to worship during the COVID-19 pandemic. And we'll hear from our new priests, men who were recently ordained to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. 
That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and we're talking to uh, the new superintendent of Catholic schools out in the Diocese of Joliet. His name is Dr. Michael Boyle. He's been telling us a little bit about his uh, experience with uh, special ed and his background. And so um, I think, what did you say, you started July 6th or something? That's probably Correct. You are new. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, here, here. Take this job and now open schools in the middle of a pandemic. Go. <laughs> how uh, how is it going so far out there with uh, the reopening of schools? I know it's been um, a, a lot, and I've talked to Jim Rigg, the superintendent in Chicago, a couple times, and I, I this is all they do: morning, noon, and night, preparing for a safe environment for kids to continue to learn in. Um, h- how are things going out in the Joliet diocese? Uh, they're going well. I, I think, you know, as, as, as you know, it's, it's a challenge. And, yes. you know, the, the main emphasis here is really safety yep. and making sure that all of the schools have filed plans, that, you know, to maintain the safety of their students and their staff. Yeah. Is, uh, and, and how are the, so far, what are the, what's the attitude of the parents, the teachers? Um, from what I hear, at least anecdotally, I think parents are, are most of, most of them are very happy to have an environment where the kid can, your child can go back into uh, in-person learning. Some are concerned, um, taking the remote, uh, option, but it seems like most of them are pretty satisfied that there's a plan that they can go back to school. Yeah, I, I think we're we're kind of hearing from all ends of the spectrum. I mean, sure. This, I mean, this is a really challenging, you know, decision. Um, you know, and because nobody's ever gone through this before, right. and so right. there's a lot of anxiety, and and understandably, and and so you know, we do hear from parents that are anxious about the choices um, for their students, and um, and and we've been able to kind of talk with them and and, and work with them, um, and that's why you know um, the Diocese of Joliet has a very similar plan in Chicago in that, you know, if a, if a parent is feeling, you know, uh, too challenged with, you know, their, their you know, the uncertainty that um, they can, in most cases, opt for uh, a distance learning or hybrid learning kind of an option, um, again, you know, to, to sort of, you know, meet their, their mm-hmm. own personal needs. Yeah. The, uh, I, I, I take it Joliet is similar to Chicago in that the, the opening dates of the schools is all over the place. And some, right. some, some might be opening today. Uh, Next week, I'm sure, is a big opening date, and and after the Labor Day, so they open up at all different times, correct? Just like correct. here. So, are, are some open now? Uh, no, our, the first one we have open I, is Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday is the first opening. Okay. Well, good luck with that. And I've, as I've told uh, Dr. Rigg in, in Chicago many times, I think there's a lot of people praying for you and and him and the Catholic schools that this is done. Uh, respectfully, which I know you've done, and safely, and um, hopefully it all goes well, and uh, and kids are able to get back to school. Because boy, I, I've been reading some of these studies too about the needs that children have to be around other children and learn. And I, I just know our own child this is the same way. They they just like being around other kids, and and it just you we have to deal with this eventually. And I think that's what's what's going on here by and large. Um, Dr. Boyle, so tell us um, when you were uh, 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 applying for the job. I guess yeah, you were in the we were in the midst of this. So this is something that you knew going in, uh, sort of the playing field that you would be facing the the challenges with the uh, COVID and the coronavirus. 
Yeah, it, it, well, yeah. I, I sort of liken this whole thing as, as kind of uh, <laughs> Jonah and the whale because <laughs> I, I originally had no intention to, to apply for this position. Um, I was on the, the search committee, and, oh, wow. um, and and then they asked me to, to apply, and I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not going to apply. I'm in a job I love, and and and, yep. and and they kept coming and asking and asking and um, and the thing is I know that when when a position like this you know usually if I say no usually go you know the thoughts of it go away but this one didn't go away it was mm-hmm. kind of deep in my soul and and I thought you know I think God's calling me to do something different and I yeah. wasn't really sure I wanted to do that but but I think you know you listen to God's call and and I think um, you know I, I think you know being placed in the right time in the right place and so that's I'm hoping that I can be able to serve. Um, and support this particular very important ministry. Yeah, and you'll have a new bishop out there fairly soon, too. Bishop Hicks is moving out to uh, Joliet, and I think that's in September. So, yeah, there's a lot of changes out there, which is good. I think that's a good thing. Um, So what's impressed you most so far about uh, your, what, a couple weeks into the job? What's impressed you most? uh, What are your observations about the, the schools and the diocese? Well, I don't know if it's so much of a surprise because I, I, I you know, all five of my kids went to diocesan schools right. in Joliet in the sure. Joliet diocese. So I, I know and and I appreciate the the, the high level of professionalism, creativity, um, and just you know perseverance that um, all of the staff and the leaders of the diocesan schools have. And so and and I wasn't disappointed because I knew that that was going to be the case, and and, and it certainly is. So. I mean, I've been really excited about all of that. There's there's some really creative solutions, of course, with 52 different you know educational programs across you know the diocese. You know, everybody's got to approach things differently, and there's some just really phenomenal solutions that our leaders and our teachers have been able to put in place, and it's so exciting. Yeah, and you have a good fairly. It's mostly a suburban district, but you have some rural areas as well. So you have sure, some challenges urban there. Urban areas too. Right, right, exactly. What do you have like 40, 50 schools out there? Is that something like that? Uh, yeah. There's 52 programs. Yeah. Okay. It's 50 do programs and you have what is Chicago is 70,000 students do you know what you what are you like we're about 18 18 okay so that's a pretty good <laughs> responsibility there uh Dr. Boyle thanks so much for taking some time to join us um I really appreciate your coming on the air with us and like I said um best of luck to you as you proceed in your new responsibilities and uh boy with Bishop Hicks out there we have a whole new lineup out in Joliet so uh I think the the best is yet to come thank you thank you This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference. Don't go away. We'll be joined by our next guest here in a minute. His name is Matt Diedrich. He's a spokesperson for the Illinois State Department uh, State Board of Elections. And he's going to be talking a little bit about the new law that passed recently with regard to voting by mail and what's going on um, with various controversies about that program. Uh, Don't go away. We'll be right back. It has been inspired. 